welcome to the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel for yet another powerful, sobering, and inspiring word from God. Grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick Kaluluma from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed. How many are excited to be in the house of God this evening? It's God. You know, I'm so excited here. This is my first sermon at a midweek this year, right? How many of us are ready to go deeper this year? John 1 verse 1. You know, if we just came to church and we just quote this scripture, you know, this is enough for your life. John 1 verse 1. Hey! I'll be talking about the ministry of the word. I'll be talking about the ministry of the word. You know, there's a song that really touches me that I love. It's by Sinatch. Do you know it? The one that goes... Um, the word is a seed, and planted and watered, grows to be great. You can do anything you want, you can achieve all your dreams, if you only believe. And my favorite part is, the word of God is in this place, and is working inside of you. Do you believe it? Say, I receive it. In a world where the seasons and times, this is my season. It's time to shine again. <laughs> okay, let's go to the scriptures. <laughs> the part that touches the most is the word of God is in this place. See, what are you going to do in this place? Have you ever read in the scriptures when was teaching and the power was present to heal? Interestingly, we are not told what he was teaching. We are just told he was teaching and the power was present to heal. What do you think about that? If you had to read on with that scripture, you'll notice that they went on to criticize him. If only they knew that the word was standing right in front of them. In this gathering, there is a manifestation of the presence of God, which we've not even experienced at home. Because Jesus was literal when he said, when two or three are gathered, there I am. The word of God is in our midst. After this sermon, let me tell you one about this one. This is one of those that will influence how you listen to every other sermon in your life. This is one of those that will influence how you study the scriptures. When I got saved and came to God when I was about 14 years old, I developed this hunger for the word. And I made a decision that I knew I was a very highly opinionated person. But I made a decision that whatever I would find in the word would surpass my opinions. I'll give you an example. I was very stingy. I didn't like giving. I overfound it in the Bible. I had no defense left. I had no argument. I found it in every book. And so I made a decision to read the Bible from Genesis. I said, read it. And my mind and the heart were being blown away. I'll never forget reading Genesis 6. 
and the time of the flood, right? The time of the flood was in Genesis 8, right? 6, 7 to 8. In 6, that's where I think we see the, uh, the angels that fell, which are different from the angels that fell uh, pre-Adam, right? Because which fell in Genesis 6 are angels, according to the book of Jude, right? So now, I remember reading it, and I started calculating how old. I started calculating how old each one was when the other one died. I even drew it up and made a timetable, and I just started calculating and calculating and calculating. I wanted to know which of his grandsons did Adam meet. How many of them did he get to share with, and what was the effect on them? Until I reached a point where, and then it was also going to show me if the Bible is true. And I found that Methuselah, the one who lived the longest, if you calculate, he actually died in the year of the flood. So either he went with the flood or he died just before. What am I trying to say? It's, it's, it's interesting. But something that I began to observe is that the more I studied it, the more I became it. Especially when you deliberately apply it. And I want us to understand the ministry of the word in a very uh, important manner. So let's begin. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So the ministry of the word began in the beginning. The very importance that we give to God as Alpha and Omega. You now understand why Jesus can come and say, I am Alpha and Omega. Because his ministry began in the beginning. He was with God and he was God. As I'm speaking right now, are you able to separate me from my word? In this sermon when I started, my word was with me. And in essence, as I'm sharing my words with you, I'm sharing me. In essence. That's why you have to take heed what you hear. Because it's not everyone whom you want. I'm telling you. How do, how do you think brothers manage to get inside people's hearts and steal them? They are words. Why do you think we'll be judged even for idle words? So it says, in the beginning was the word. Not even words, but the word. And then, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Next verse. And notice this. He was in the beginning with God. Personality is given to the word. He's given personality. He's referred to he. So in short... This wasn't a letter. This was he, he, he. Why do you think Jesus could speak to Abraham? No, not to Abraham, to the Jews. And he was telling them, what's wrong with you guys? You're not sons of Abraham. Your father Abraham rejoiced when he saw my day. That's what Jesus said to them. Do you know why he said that? Because Abraham saw Jesus' day. How did Abraham see Jesus' day? When Isaac was supposed to be crucified. When Isaac had to carry his cross, and then when he was supposed to be crucified, but Abraham saw his day and said, the Lord himself will provide a lamb. Then an angel came, and he sacrificed a ram, which is an old sheep. So the old satisfied him for a while. But after some time, John the Baptist said, now behold the lamb of God. And... So he saw the day. That's why he called him Jehovah Jireh. And the essence that he was saying was the Lord will provide. And Jesus fulfilled Jehovah Jireh. And you know, that's why, I'll tell you something. One of these days, remind me, when we do an in-depth study of the name of Jesus, Yehoshua, that's saying Yahweh saves. There are people who've got an argument saying we're supposed to use um, we're not doing it rightly because we're not using the name Jehovah. What they don't realize is Yahweh 
has no vowels. And when you add the vowels, that's how you get Jehovah. So his name, his literal name, Yehoshua, is saying Yahweh saves. And in the name Yeshua is the fullness of Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. I don't know if you're getting my point. Because there are times people think, oh no, uh, my prayer didn't get answered because I didn't include the term Nisi. What a beautiful name that is. <laughs> I don't know if you're getting my point. So when, we st when we're studying all these different names of God, we are studying them in order to fully understand our Jesus. So it says, he was in the beginning with God. So he told them, Abraham rejoiced when he saw my day. And then they replied, you're not even 50 years old. So you see, I'm looking down on young people, didn't start now. He says, you're not even 50 years old. And you claim you've met Abraham. And notice his reply. Before Abraham was, I am. He didn't say, I, I was. He said, I am. Because the word of God exists in a realm that's different from time. It says, before Abraham was, I am. So, he was in the beginning with God. The word of God has personality. And that's why he's expressed himself through the scriptures. Because the word has personality. Haven't you studied in the Old Testament? Someone will say, well, they didn't interact with him then. Are you sure? Haven't you seen the prophet saying, and the word of the Lord came to me? It was not always a vision. Haven't you seen it? You've seen it, right? And the word of the Lord came to me and said. And please remind me, one of these days I need to share on visitations. Because, you know, we have him with us. But there is also a promise of him he says, we will come and make our abode with him. There are moments where God allows us to have a divine visitation. You can be studying the same scripture you were studying the other day. And then the word of the Lord visits you. And it's up to you to decide whether it's a visitation or a habitation. Somebody say glory to God. The word of God is in this place. The same one who was in the beginning with God. I want you to understand something about him. His nature is that, I'm talking about his nature as the word, is that he doesn't like to be restricted. I want you to understand that the word is creative. The word is creative. Look at verse 3. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name. The word is creative. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. Hebrews 11. And verse 4. You see some of the stuff that he uses. I'll go in depth, by the way. I don't mind taking one year. Because this will change your life. Verse 3. Hey. I said, hey. By faith, we understand. By the way, hey. The number of things I need to teach. Do you see that faith causes you to understand? Faith can actually increase understanding. So he says, by faith we understand <laughs> that the worlds were framed by the word so that the things which are seen are not made of things which are visible. So the word has got some invisible tools. He has some invisible tools that he uses. He can make something seen out of what is not seen. That's the reason why there are creative miracles. Where someone didn't have a tooth, they have a tooth. I'm telling you. Because the word can make what is seen out of what is not seen. Do you know how we can tell? Look at how, what the word of God did. The word of God made you. You know how long science has tried to make another you? They, they can't produce a soul. Where would they get it from? Where they get it from? 
So the word of God, that, that, that's how it is. And his nature is that he quickens dead things and he calls things which are not as though they are. And interestingly, they become. So he's creative. I wanted us to understand something about the personality of the word. Eh? I can say so many things about the word. And there are many of us who, as time has gone by, we've learned how to receive the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We're still learning. But many of us have learned. We've learned that the Holy Spirit can refresh you. We've learned that the Holy Spirit can move you. We've learned that the Holy Spirit can uh, fill you up. We've learned that the Holy Spirit can comfort you. But many of us have not learned how to receive the ministry of the word. You can also train your spirit man to receive the ministry of the word. And there are certain things that the word can do for you. And interestingly, when you increase in the ministry of the word, the ministry of the Holy Spirit also increases in your life. Why? First, the word of God provides the vocabulary which the Holy Spirit uses to speak to you. The word of God provides that vocabulary. Because one of the, Jesus said he will not speak with his own authority, but he will declare what he has. So the spirit of God, the authority that he uses to speak to you is the authority of the word. And then also don't forget that the spirit of God brings to remembrance. There, that, there is that moment when you need that scripture. There is that moment when you need that word. There is that moment when you need it. The spirit of God brings it to remembrance. So meaning for it to be remembered, it should have been there in the first place. It's very rare that the Holy Spirit will introduce you to a scripture you don't know. By that I mean it's very rare that you just be seated and the Holy Spirit will read the Bible for you. John chapter 1. And you've never read it. It's very rare. It doesn't promote laziness. <laughs> hey! Say the ministry of the word. So when I come and stand and say the word of God is in the house, the word of God is in this place. But I came and said the word of God is in you. <laughs> Praise God. The word of God is in this place, moving inside of me. Do you believe it? Do you? Say I receive it. Okay, we're still talking about the Christianity of the Word. I want, I want you to understand something about how the Word of God is. Can I show you? So, I've talked about the Word of God being creative. Eh? Now, I just want to show you something about how the Word of God is. Isaiah 55. And in a world where they seasons and times. There are so many times when I feel like singing this song, but I don't sing it. But today, I keep singing it. Surely this is someone's word. Say it in a world where there's seasons and times. I believe this is my season. It's time to shine again. Isaiah 55. I want us to read from verse 10. God describes his word for us. And this is what he says. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth for a purpose, to, do, to bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Imagine, the word of God comes to give you bread for eating and seed for sowing. That's a high revelation. But the next verse so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Now, I want you to understand here that God doesn't limit the word to one aspect. In short, the word of God has got the potency to manifest you know anything that God has sent forth and that God desires.
Exodus 3. I'll come back to the word being creative. I just want us to understand this and verse 14. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am as sent you. That's not a complete sentence. But to God it's complete. Let's read it from the Amplified. Hey! And God said to Moses, I am who I am, what I am, and I will be what I will be. What do you need him to be? Who do men say he is? Jesus asked, who do men say the son of man is? Some say Elijah. Fine. They will experience the Elijah level. Some say John the Baptist risen from the dead. Fine. They will experience the water baptism. He says, what about you? And he said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon, Bar- Simon of Bajona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. And then he says, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. It's, it's on the highest revelation that God builds and nothing can prevail against that. And they grabbed a hold of that revelation and the church has, is there still up to today. He says, I will be what I will be. So he already, he is who he says he is. And then he will be what he will be. Question is, what do you need the word of God to be? Who do you need the word of God to be to you? Talking about the ministry of the word. Who do you need him to be to you? And interestingly, hey, hey, have you noticed the word of God is compared to food? eh? Imagine. The fact that you've gone to the same restaurant doesn't mean you all need to have the same meal. You can all order different things. He says, I will be what I will be. I am what I am and I will be what I will be. The question yet again is, who do you need him to be to you? Right now, some of us are experiencing the word of God as teacher. Another one is experiencing the word of God as comfort. Another one is experiencing the word of God as counsel. And do you know the advantage of experiencing as counsel? The advantage of experiencing as counsel is this. Blessed is the man who does not dwell in the counsel of the ungodly. <laughs> what happens to that man? His delight is in the law of God. And what happens to him? He shall be like a tree. Imagine that. Why is a tree planted by the water? It means it always has access. It always has access. It doesn't know dry season. No. It doesn't know off season. No, 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 no. It doesn't know off season. We can live there. And we've got such access. You, you know, can you imagine that? I don't know about you, but my life changing. My life changing can be as easy as me deciding. Let me read that chapter. Come on, Fred, focus. And I'm starting a series on Sunday. Since you're here today, I can tell you what the series is on. You may be wondering, what what about the other aspects of multiplication? If I don't finish that fast, will not move to where God wants us to be. So I'll write an article on the other five aspects of multiplication. But I sensed God wanted us to move. I'm starting a season on the kingdom of God. Okay? And I want us to understand how the kingdom operates. And I can, I can just give you a hint, for example. I had a meeting with my pastor on Monday afternoon. We spent about two hours... And he was just sharing and sharing and sharing. Teaching. 
And you know, he's very spontaneous. He touched so many areas in a short period of time. When I left that meeting, when it was time to sleep, I was restless. You know why? I was asking myself one big question, which was, what am I going to do with this that I've been taught? Let me give you an example. He talked to me about the importance of getting a church building fast. And he gave me some ideas on how to go about it. You know what that means? From the moment he spoke to me. Let me tell you how I took it. From the moment he spoke to me about that, it means that if I get, when we get to heaven, if, I'm, if and it's not possible, if we hadn't accomplished that, will be judged over it. Because the word that I got was too potent. And because I mixed it with faith, faith has. It's beyond hope. Faith has. Oh my goodness, I hope we're understanding this. You understand it when we talk about the kingdom. But the moment I heard it, it was as good as I have it. So now the question is, what am I going to do with the building I've received in the spirit? There's something I have to do in the flesh. I came to the office the next day. I don't know how many meetings I've been in since. You can ask my assistant over there. We've set up, I don't know how many meetings because I need to steward this word I've received. I'll be held accountable. It's too big. The word I've received is too big for me to produce the same results I was producing before I had it. It's too big. It's too big. Notice that whosoever believes shall not perish but have. So the moment you believe you have, it's what you're going to do with it now. The word of God is creative. And the word of God manifests in different and various forms. The word of God can manifest as wisdom. Proverbs chapter 8. And verse 12, I want us to see something. I want us to see what the word of God says in his manifestation as wisdom. He says, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. Let's continue. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance are the evil way. And the perverse mouth I hate. I want you to understand something, by the way. Someone here may need to know this. If you've had challenges, maybe with a certain lifestyle, and it keeps coming back, ask yourself if you hate it. Because God doesn't deliver you from your friends. He delivers you from your enemies. Have you trained yourself to hate it? Let me give you an example. If previously you had trouble with alcoholism, for example, and then you hear that someone was so stressed that they went to do that, it should anger you. Like, what? Someone can do that. What has happened there? Your mind has been renewed. It means your mind cannot accommodate the fact that that's a go-to solution. As long as it still accommodates it, the day you're stressed, it's the first thing you'll go to. So the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. In case you want to know, God hates evil. Someone may be saying, Apostle, won't that give you a judgmental attitude? Do you know how many people have led to Christ because of this mindset? Because we hate evil so much and Above that, we love them so much that we can't allow them to do something we hate. Let's go on. Counsel is mine. Hey, you want direction? The word of God is saying, counsel is mine. Guidance is mine. And sound wisdom. I am understanding. Hey, 
He's not even saying, I have understanding. I have understanding. Oh God, you are my understanding. I understand life. Hey, I see through your eyes. I hear through your ears. I see from your perspective, oh God. So he says, I am understanding. And he says, I have strength. Praise God. Next verse. By me, kings reign and rulers decree justice. Yes. By me, princes rule and nobles and all the judges of the earth. Yes. I love those who love me. My friend, how much do you love the word? You want the word of God to reveal himself to you? You know, there are people who've... I've spoken to people before and they've just told themselves, Ah, in a reading the Bible, oh, in, a, in a, at least maybe prayer. Ah, that's why someone is praying. Unleashing words in the heavens which have never been heard before. The angels are shocked. Like, do we, do we take this incense? With so much passion. The wrong thing. He says, I love those who love me. You want the word to reveal himself more to you? Love him. Love him. I remember, how many of you ever been there? Have you ever heard people who say, them with that pastor, he just likes preaching. We should have just done worship the whole service. I felt that what the Spirit was telling me, it's not always the case. A lot of people will say that just don't like the word. They like, it's not even worship, they like, they like songs. So they wanted the full album to be played. They wanted after they know that the next track is Umutima Wandia. Then they know the next one is, I say yes, yes. I'm telling you. Enjoy. Look forward to the ministry of the word. Praise God. When I was beginning the ministry, there's something that the Holy Spirit taught me. He gave me the scripture. Mark 6.34. You can go to it and we'll come back here. This is the verse God gave me when starting the church. Mark 6 verse 34. Mark 6.34. Okay. And Jesus, when he came out, saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion for them because they were like sheep not having a shepherd. So he began to teach them many things. And so I decided that we can go back now to Proverbs. I, I made a decision in that moment because what I was known for more was the miraculous. And we still work a lot of miracles. But I didn't want a ministry where we're preaching and someone is thinking, ah, can you finish first? We see the miracle for today. I wanted a ministry where if on a particular Sunday, the Lord just wants us to share a verse and declare and we're done. That's as rich as on another Sunday where he wants us to prophesy to 10 people. That's the ministry I want. Go back to Proverbs. We're still talking about the ministry of the word. We were in verse 17. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently will find me. Yes. You can have revelation. Yes, you can have understanding. Uh-huh. Riches and honor are with me. Yeah. It's not my fault. When was the last time you just sat down and said, I'm rich? Or you, or you think if you say it, you jinx it? Hey! I'm so rich, I don't know what to do with it. I have the word of God with me. Now I'm rich. But Apostle, the other week you were singing something more than gold. How else will I know that he's something more than gold if the gold is not there? (laughs) 
Hey! But of course, you were saying, if all, if all I have is Jesus, I've got the supplier. Hey! <laughs> I have the supplier. Haven't you seen in the word it says, the silver is mine, the gold is mine. Hey! What do you choose? The supplier. Hey! Praise God. Wouldn't you like to do like a music video just for yourself one day? And you just put like all your degrees and PhDs there. And then you put like all your, what do they call those documents for houses? All your title deeds. And you put all your car keys and all those things there. There is a worship for not having, right? But there is also a worship for after you have eaten and are satisfied. I don't know about you. If you've experienced the other one, what's wrong with those experience in the other one? Say to the Lord, Lord, I want to, uh, there's a sweet worship I want to give you. They are evident and you're satisfied. And don't you want to just put them all there and then you say, something more than gold. And you're pointing at them. I've got something more than. Imagine the respect your children will have for you when they are saying that. If all I have is Jesus. I'll tell it to this world. This world won't believe unless they also see some gold somewhere. There's, there's a place of wealth that we need to get to. I realize that they are there. our projects are too big. We've got no time for you to wait the normal projector for no the businesses only start doing more after two, two, three years. We've got no time for that. I mean, if our church didn't take two, three, five, six, seven years, then that grace is sufficient even in your career. That grace is sufficient. What if you can be that one who becomes wealthy in second year? Why not? It says, riches and honor are with me. Enduring riches and righteousness. Riches that endure, that can survive shock. Next verse. My fruit is better than gold. Hey, hey. Yes, than fine gold. And my revenue than choice silver. Let's continue. I traverse the way of righteousness. That's where you find him. In that way of righteousness. And in the midst of the paths of justice. Can you imagine it's still getting sweet? Hey, let's go. That I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth. Let's go back. Verse 20. So, there is a path the word of God walks on. There is a path the word of God walks on. And don't forget, we are told, I will walk among them. <laughs> I will be their God and they will be my people. I will perambulate. I will walk among them. So there's a path he walks on. The way of righteousness. The path of justice. Next verse. And then the reason he's doing that is that he wants to cause those who love him to inherit wealth. That he may fill their treasures. Brethren, this is not just spiritual wealth. We already have that. God, I ask you in this atmosphere, you who causes men to inherit wealth, Lord, do that to them. Lord, raise serious millionaires right now because they've honored this ministry of the word in the name of Jesus. Even those watching, raise them, oh God. They've honored the ministry of the word. Raise them. Let's go on. Let's go on. Is that faith? Faith, is that you? Faith, right? Or Mildred? Phoebe? What grade are you in? Grade what? Somebody tell me what you said. Seven. And after school, you decided to come here and hear the word. What do you think will happen to life? Huh. No, honestly, what do you think she's being exposed to right now? I don't know. By the way, I commend all of you for coming. Okay? I commend all of you. She had just caught my attention. I don't know. Sometimes let's also be blessed by others. Ain't you blessed? The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way 
Now, don't forget, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was with God in the beginning. Through Him were all things made, and without Him was nothing made which was made. Now, look at this. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of His way, before His works of old. Uh-huh. I have been established from everlasting, from the beginning, before there was ever an earth. What do you think on earth can stand against him? He was established before there was ever an earth. Before, your school, before they sat down to ever discuss that there should be a school program and a curriculum like yours, he was established. Let's go on. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, we're still going. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. Uh -huh. Well, as yet he had not made the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the world. We're going somewhere. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep. Uh -huh. When he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he assigned the sea its limits. You know that God programmed the sea. He gave instructions to it. He said, don't go, don't go further than this. So that the waters would not transgress his command. When he marked out the foundations of the earth. Let's go on. Then I was beside him. And the word was with God. As a master craftsman. The creative word. Through him were all things made. He's the master craftsman. Then he can create your life. And I was daily his delight. Rejoicing always before him. Here's a part that touches me the most. Uh -huh. Rejoicing in his inhabited world. And my delight was with the sons of men. That is why when the sons of men fell, and the only way to redeem them was for God to become man. He sent his word. And his word became flesh. His word became flesh. Dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory. And says, now therefore listen to me, my children. Blessed are those who keep my ways. We end with that part there. I'm trying to get us to a place where we understand how we are to relate with the word. Here is the scripture we'll expound on next week. If I tell it to you now, you'll probably meditate on it. Next week, we expound on this verse. Psalm 56, verse 4. I want us to read it at the same time. Psalm 56 and verse 4. One, two, three, go. Okay, so that was for you to get it in your mind. I want you to read it one more time. And when you see what I wanted you to see, if possible, do, do it. One, two, three, go. Maybe I'll ask you to, to see it one more time. Because some of us have caught it. Some of us may have never seen this verse before. But there is actually such a thing as doing this. One, two, three, go. 
Maybe that one didn't satisfy you. Verse 10. Verse 10. One, two, three, go. What? Now I want you to read it like a spiritual man. And do whatever it, do whatever you are promising through that. One, two, three, go. In the Lord. So you know, there is such a thing as praising his word. You know, when you praise somebody, you speak highly of them. You speak highly of them. You exhort them. Praise the Lord. You speak highly of them. You speak highly of them. So when you say, this kind God, oh, I've never seen your type, oh, this kind God, oh, blessed be your holy name. And then when you're, then when you're saying this kind God, oh, you're thinking of, ha, what he did for Elijah. Ha, what he did for Jeremiah. Ha. What is doing for Frederick? Even going to the year 2030. Ha! What it did for Frederick? Hey! Hey! I will praise his word. I will praise his word. That's why his word is on my lips. His word is on my tongue. His word is in my song. I will praise his word. Lift your hands. Say after me. Say, in the name of Jesus, I receive the ministry of the word. I am open to the ministry of the word. I am what the word of God says I am. I sense a prophetic word from the Lord. Psalm 27. Psalm 27, verse 1. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Uh -huh. When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this shall I be confident. One thing I desired of the Lord that I would seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. Here's a prophetic word, the next verse. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In, his, in the secret place of this tabernacle, he shall hide me. And he didn't just hide you. He sets me high upon a rock. Now, there was a time when things just were troubling me. Yes, I was winning the battles, but the battles kept coming. And when I was in prayer one day, I just heard the Lord say, the enemy has lost your scent. The Lord was saying, I've hidden you. The Lord hide you. I sense the Lord hiding someone. It's just been battle after battle. The Lord hides you. And then he didn't just hide you. He sets you high. I speak this prophetic word over you. That in the name of Jesus, the enemy has lost your scent. I know this word is for someone. The enemy has lost your scent. 
It's now rest. It's now a season of rest. It is done. It is done. It's just hidden. It's just hidden. Wow. You can have the offering baskets. service. I have been so blessed and I know you have been too. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 0 If you are unable to call, you can email us on thecityofthelordzambia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at the City of the Lord Church. Stay blessed.